the last thing we're discussing, if someone used a pole of the bed as chach, it is not kosher, unless there's enough open space where you could put kosher schach. And we said maybe that was like Rabbi Ami Bartaviyomi, who said that if you used leftovers of clothing, it is pasul. And we said, no, maybe it's like Rabbi Hanan Amarabi, who said by Masechet Kelim, when we mentioned the word Arukha, the poles of the bed, means it was still connected to a big part of the bed, and it still looks like a keli, and that's why it was pasul. And the same thing over here in, Mas- in Masechet Sukkah, when we say that the poles are no good, that's when it was still connected to a big part of the bed. And now we're going to try to figure out where this Rabbi Hanan Amarabi was said, or on what. And with that, we're starting Tedvav Amudbet, last line, where it says, Hecha Itmar, Rabbi Hanan Amarabi, where was it said? And we said, Ahad Itnan, on the following Mishnah. It says, on the top of Tedzan Amud Aleph, Mita Metamet Havila, Umtaheret Havila. Rabbi Eliezer holds that a bed can only become Tameh when it's connected. And if, let's say, I broke it apart and you're trying to make it Tahor, you could only put it in the Mikveh and make it Tahor when it's still connected. Hachamim hold that the bed can become Tameh even when it's in pieces, not connected. And you could also go to the Mikveh and make it Tahor also when it's in pieces. And the Gemara explains, my nihu, what, piece, what pieces are we talking about? And over here, Amar Bihanan, Amar Bi, Aruchau Shtekaim, either the long board of the bed with two legs, or Ketzarau Shtekaim, the short board going on the width of the bed and two legs when they're all connected. So the Gemara asks, why do you need these broken parts of the bed, even if they're connected? So the Gemara says, you could lean them against the wall. You could sit on it, or you could stretch ropes on it and make it a bed or a chair, and now becomes metametumat midras, tame something that you lay on, as we just explained before. Now, Gufa, let's go back to what Amar Bi Ami Bativiomi Kelim. If someone used leftover worn out rags, pesula, you can't use that for schach. My bela e kelim. What does that mean, rags? So Amar Abaye Matlanyot, there are scraps, rags of clothing, She'en Ba'en Shalosh Al Shalosh. They don't even have three by three etzbaot, three by three finger breadths, uh, that they're so small. They're not even considered hashuv, not for rich people, not for poor people. And even though they're not ra'uit to be mekabel tumah, still Rabbi Ami said you can't use them for schach since they originally came from a cloth that was uh, bigger than 3 by 3 It's about. And Tanya Kavateh Rabbi Ami Bartav Yomi. We have a Braitalek Rabbi Ami Bartav Yomi Machzelet Shel Shifa, a mat of papyrus, it's a type of uh, vegetable, Veshel Gemi or of reed grass, Shearea, the leftovers, whatever the scraps of it, even though they're smaller than the original Shior of Tuma, which is a 3 by 3 and Mesakechin Bahen, even though they're not Mekabel Tuma anymore, you can't use them as Chach, like Rabbi Ami explained. And the Baita continues, Mahzel Takanim, a reed mat, Gedola, if it's huge, Mesakechin, you could use it as Chach because it became too big to be Mekabel Tum'ah. However, if it's Ketana, then it's meant for sleeping on it and then it does its job, therefore it's Mekabel Tum'ah, it's En Mesakechin Ba, 
you could use it uh, for schach. And Rabbi Eliezer argues, Omer, Av, he, this huge mat, could also be Mekabel Tumah, could also be Mekabel Tumah, and also in Mesakechin, but you cannot use it as schach. Now, we learned in our Mishnah, Hotet Bagadish, if a person had a big pile of hay, straw, whatever it is, and you dug a hole in it, you cannot use that as a sukkah, because te'asev, ilomina asui, as we explained. And amaravuna lo shanu ela she'en sham halal tefah b'meshech shiv'ah. That's dafka, if originally, when it was made, it didn't have a hole already in there that was seven tefahim long in width, meaning it was already a kosher sukkah, it was done the shem sukkah, abal yesham halal tefah b'meshech shiv'ah. But if there's a hole over there, that was seven tefahim deep, and the schach was made for sukkah, not just for shade. Then how is the sukkah? It works. It's a totally kosher sukkah. And Tanya Miachi, we have a bright like that. A hotet bagadish. If a person dug a hole in a pile of hay, lasot lo sukkah to make a sukkah. How is the sukkah? It's a kosher sukkah. Vehaanantanan. We learned in our mishnah in a sukkah. It's not a kosher sukkah. Elu lashma mina. Kid Ravuna, you have to explain like Ravuna. Just explain. Depends if it has a seventh tefahim in there, uh, originally made for sukkah or not. Shma mina. Now, ikadara mila mirma. Some bring it as a question answer sort of uh, form. Same sugya, but just a different way of bringing it up. Tanan. We have our mishnah says a hotel bekadish lasoto sukkah. You dig a hole to make a sukkah. In a sukkah, it's not a kosher sukkah. But veha we have a breitat veha tanya harezo sukkah. It is a kosher sukkah. And Amar of Huna lakashia kan b'sheyeh sham halal tefach meneshach shivah. It depends. Does it have a hole in it the size of seven tefachim by seven tefachim originally made for sukkah? Vekan in our mishnah b'sheyeh sham halal tefach meneshach shivah. It does not have a hole in there already. Uh, seven by seven tefachim. Now, the next Mishnah talks about walls that don't reach the floor. So, a person lowers walls, for, let's say, from the schach all the way down to the ground. If it doesn't reach the floor and there's a, there's a big hole over there on the bottom, three tefahim high, it is not a kosher sukkah. However, if you put the floor, if you put the, the wall from the floor to the to the schach, im as long as it's ten tefahim tall, keshera, and the walls don't have to reach the schach. Rabbi Yossi Omer, the same way that from the floor up it has to be ten tefahim tall. Same thing, from up to down, it has to be 10 tefahim, even if it doesn't reach the floor, even if there's a 3 tefahim hole at the bottom. And the Gemara asks, What's the mahlokit between Tanah Kama and Rabbi Yossi? And the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yossi held that a hanging mechitza, even a wall, if it's a partition that is ten tefahim, even if it's hanging, it is considered good and it works good enough for a sukkah. A hanging partition and it's more than three tefahim from the ground is not a kosher wall and therefore it's not a good sukkah. And the Gemara brings another Mishnah that they argued about a partition that is hanging. We learned about a bor sheben shetechatserot. A well that's in between two yards. Now remember, these two yards, although they're a shuta yahid, they're not allowed to carry from one another without making a partition, a mechitza, a 
So the Mishnah over there in Eruvin said, a hole, a well in between two yards, you're not allowed to fill up from that well on Shabbat and bring it into your yard. The only way it would be mutar is if you made for that well a partition that is ten tefahim tall, whether it's in the hole above the water, whether it's below in the water, even if it's just by the rim area, something has to be done. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, he says, no, it's a machloket bet shamay and bet hilel. Bet shamay umrim milmala, the mechitza could be on top, away from the water. Bet hilel umrim, no, it has to be milmata, it has to be close to the water. And interestingly enough, Tosfot says most Sfarim have the opposite girsa. Bet shamay says on the bottom, bet hilel says on top. And the third opinion, Amar bihuda, lotehe mechitza gedola minakotl shebenehem. That partition you made for the hole shouldn't be more important than the wall that was done for for both Hatserot for them to be able to carry. Meaning, I don't need to make a specific mechitza just for the water. And as long as I have a partition for both Hatserot, then I don't need another one for the water. I should be able to carry out water with that uh, wall or partition also. And Amar Babar Hana, Amar Biyohanan, Rabbi Yehuda, Beshitat Rabbi Yossi Amara. Rabbi Yehuda holds that that partition that is matir for both Hatserot is good enough for the whole also. He holds like Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah, the Amar Mechitzat Teluya Materet, that Rabbi Yossi is the one who said in our Mishnah that a hanging partition is good enough for a sukkah. And the Gemara says, not true. Velohi, it's not true. Lo Rabbi Yehuda savar like Rabbi Yossi. Velo Rabbi Yossi savar like Rabbi Yehuda. They both don't hold like each other. And the Gemara explains. Lo Rabbi Yehuda savar like Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yehuda does not hold like Rabbi Yossi. Atkan lo kamar Rabbi Yehuda hatam. The only reason he was matir with that one partition with the hole in between two yards. Ela be'eruv hatserot. That's only dafka be'eruv hatserot. Which is derabanan. Because they're both Rashut Yahids and to carry from Rashut Yahid to Rashut Yahid is Mutar Midoraita and that partition is only for the Rabbanan. Okay, therefore we could be lenient. However, Avalhacha, which, which is Sukkah, the wall of a Sukkah, which is a Deoraita, he's not going to hold like Rabbi, you'll see that it, a hanging wall is okay. Number two, Rabbi Yossi, Savalak Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Yossi, who allows that hanging wall, he's not going to hold that Rabbi Yehuda, because only said over here that a hanging wall is good enough. The mitzvah it's only a mitzvah You don't get any punishment. You don't get a mitah, you karet. just a mitzvah ta'aseh. This mechitzah is coming to make you mutar to carry on Shabbat. And if you get it wrong, this could be a problem with sekilah, Shabbat. Even by Yisur de Rabbanah, there could be a problem, which could lead to, uh, which could lead to Sekila. Therefore, lo, Rabbi Yossi is mahmir legabe Shabbat, and you would need a mechitzah for that hole. Ve'im tomar betzipori. There was a story in Tzipori where they allowed carrying on Shabbat, and it was only a hanging partition. Alpiminase, who was it according to? Remember, it was Rabbi Yossi's area. He was the Rosh Hashivah over there. So what was going on over there? 
It wasn't Rabbi Yossi. It was Rabbi Ishmael, the son of Rabbi Yossi. And the Gemara explains, What was the Ma'aseh? He said, At one time, they forgot to bring a Sefer Torah from Erev Shabbat. And the next day, They hung sheets on pillars and then they brought a Sefer Torah and they read with it and the Gemara asks you tell me that they uh, set up bed sheets over there how could they do such a thing and the question could either be like Rashi said how do you bring it to that area how do you bring the bed sheets over there it's carrying on Shabbat or like Tosfot explains how do you hang it on Shabbat you made a temporary oil on Shabbat it's a problem so the Gemara explains, Ela, you have to say, They saw sheets that were already hanging on pillars, and they, I guess they were taller than the ground. And they brought a Sefer Torah, and they read with it. And Amar Av Hasda, Amar Avimi, Machzelet Arba'a Umashuhu Materet Besuka Mishum Dofen. If you have a mat that is at least seven tefahim long four and a little tefahim tall you could use as a wall for the sukkah and it could count as a wall how do you do that so you hang it going around the sukkah and it's less than three tefahim from the floor and it's less than three tefahim from the schach on the top and we know this already anything that is less than three tefahim it is as if it's imaginary connected it's as if we join it together in imaginary way so we stretch it down to and change tefahim we stretch it up to and change tefahim and that four and change mat actually works we could count it so like says pshita well obviously it's we hold of lavud so the Gemara explains, I would have thought, one way we could say, maybe two lavuds, one going down, one going up. Maybe we don't say that. Maybe that's already too much. Kamash Ma'alan, has come and teach me that, yeah, we do say that, even if it's to two sides. So now, Metive, we have Braita. Machzelet Shiva'o Mashu. A mat that is seven and change to Fahim long. Materet Besuka makes a suka mutar mishum dofen. It counts as a wall. You see, Dafka seven and change, not four and change. It means we only say lavud once, not twice. The Gemara says, no, kitanya hi besukah That's talking about a sukkah that is bigger than ten tefahim tall, and there is no way of doing that whole four and change math going around the sukkah. And you dafka, you need seven and change. So this way, it's uh, less than three from the floor. And then you have seven and change, so then you have a ten tefaha wall. Omai kamash malan, what do you come and teach me? Demshal shelin defanot malalemata. It comes to teach me that you're allowed to hang walls from up to down, leaving a little bit at the bottom. And like Kerebiosi, like Kerebiosi, who said we can hang walls down. And by the way, the Rosh brings a lot of Rishonim who hold like Kerebiosi, even though the halacha is not like Kerebiosi when he's against the majority, but there's a lot of Rishonim who do hold that way. And Amar Ibi Ami, a board that is four tefahim and a little bit extra wide, 
you could count it as a wall for a sukkah. What are we talking about? And you put it less than three tefahim away from the wall, and now it becomes lavud. And any gap that is less than three tefahim, it's considered as if it was closed off. And now you have a wall that is seven and change. And that's a, that's a seven change that you need in order to make a kosher sukkah. So my kamash ma'alan, what's Rabbi Ami teaching us? Hakamash ma'alan, shi'ur meshech sukkah, ktana shiv'az. Coming to teach me that the smallest measurement for a sukkah is seven tefahim. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.